Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Tell me something about you. My top one of Dawn was on a ghost hunt at a haunted LA Fitness. Where Brad was doing CrossFit all alone. His squats opened a wormhole. And that's what led them here. To trap inside a magic studio. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. Bradley and Dawn. A Mike Ganger production. Now, now I uh, need to turn on my mic. <laughs> the Adventures of the Bradley adventures and of Dawn. Dawn's mic. <laughs> on my talk, 107.1 Everything Entertainment. It's on when it's off, and it's off when it's on. That is exactly right. I'm having some issues with remembering to turn my it's mic fine. off. You'll get there, honey. And then on. Just either way, it's fine. All right, so we need to talk about today uh, a lot of things. The My Talk Awards we're going to get to. Please vote uh, now and often. Early and then often. Also, vote for us. Um, and then Lisa Marie Presley, she passed away last week. You've got some details on her memorial. Yeah, so her memorial, I know uh, a lot of people have uh, been, it's weird to say, like, not looking forward to per se, but the opportunity to mourn the loss of Lisa Marie Presley, and there will be a memorial service that takes place on Sunday, and it will be at Graceland. And I was reading yesterday, and I don't know if you got a chance to see this story, um, some of the listeners probably have that she has actually already been laid to rest mm. at Graceland. Yeah. And you know, if, if um, the thing I found interesting was that they actually moved and I know this might sound kind of morbid, but it's just, I, I find it fascinating yeah. that they, there is a cemetery there on site, right? It's a memorial garden or something. Yeah. I don't know. I haven't been there. You've been there, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, they moved the grave of her son, Benjamin, to make room for Lisa in that cemetery, which is right behind the house, I believe. Yes, it's just right there. It's kind of shocking when you go outside and you're like, oh, it's Elvis's grave. Oh, so that's where Elvis is. That's where Elvis's parents mm-hmm. are. That's where Lisa Marie now is, along with her son. Um, I almost said not her son's name. Uh, what Brent, Benjamin, Benjamin Keogh. Yes. Or, yeah. Yeah. That, that's where that's his right. that's where his grave is. And so they had to move it around in order to make room for hers. Okay. There's I know some pre planning that should have probably been you, thought about. You think so? Well, but think about it. They probably thought we're never we're not gonna have to deal with this for a long time, so we're gonna oh, put that off. And right. then of course she died uh, prematurely, tragically. And uh but there there are um you can actually see the photos of where they did the 
where they moved uh, the graves from. Anyway, all of that is to say that this memorial service is taking place on Sunday. I've never been to Graceland. Tell me a little bit about the experience of walking out of the house to see the family tombs that are right there in the backyard. Well, the house is surprisingly small. Whenever you pull up, uh, you park across the street in a big parking lot, which also has uh, his airplane, his uh, taking care of business, um, TKB airplane. Oh, yeah. There's a museum across the road. Okay. And then you park over there as well. And then you walk over and you're like, oh, this... This is, it's a big house, but not by the standards of what you would imagine. And then inside the house, you know, it's not an open concept home. This was built like back in the, what, 1960s or 50s. So, you know, the rooms are smaller than you would think. Um, And then, you know, you go downstairs into the jungle room, which is surprisingly, it's just all small. There's upstairs, you can't go upstairs. It's roped off. That's like their private residence up there. Whoever's staying there, there? Um, I think that they, you know, whenever they want to stay there, they stay there. Like if Lisa Marie or Priscilla, I'm assuming, want to be in Memphis, they'll stay at the house. It looks Um, like the house itself, the mansion itself, was built in 1939. Oh, 39. Yes, that's right, because he bought it and it was already built. Owned by Stephen Toof, founder of Toof Co., the oldest commercial printing firm in Memphis. Oh. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's a pretty old house. And then it is like, like I said, you know, you go through a room that has all of his costumes um, and behind glass. And then I believe you're just outside and it's like you just walk around the corner and there it is. It's just a very, it's not, it's not a huge garden and it's close to the house. It's just not a huge space outside. Yeah. So So it's like you're going to have that experience because you will walk out the back door and there you are. Yeah, that's the end of the tour. Like, so, yeah. So um, it's, uh, you know, I was thinking about they're having the memorial service on Sunday and it is on the front on the front lawn. Yeah. Of Graceland. And it's like open to the pub. Well, I don't know if it's open to the public. I mean, se, they're putting it out there. But it is a public event. I don't know if you have to have a ticket to yeah, actually Yeah, I'm sure go. that there are going to be so many people. It's just going to be packed. Um, and they're talking about it. They're describing it as a uh, cere- or excuse me, a um, celebration of life when right. she is honored at this public memorial. Yeah, it's a public memorial, so it, it will be open to the public on Sunday. The service will take place, as you said, on the front lawn mm-hmm. at 9 a.m., uh, Riley, according to her rep, says that she, her grandmother Priscilla, and her half siblings Harper and Finley, um, are grateful for the support that everybody's gotten. And um, I just, I, I can't even begin to imagine. Well, actually, I can because I've, I've had a parent die. Um, it just, I imagine they're still in shock. Oh, my Completely gosh. Completely and utterly. And, you know, you have these celebrations of life and you have memorials and you have funerals and you want to do best by the memory of the people that have departed. But you generally are in no frame of mind or I remember just not being in a complete frame of mind to totally understand and process what just happened. Right. I mean, this is hard for even an adult to to um, digest. Mm-hmm. And they're 14, I believe. Yeah. And they don't want to go back home. Did you see no, that story? So there's a whole... Yep. Looking at it right now, they're too traumatized to go back in the house where she died in Calabasas. Yeah. So I'm sure that will be sold. Yeah. You know, I'm sure. Which is totally understandable. You don't want to go, you know, if it's traumatic, 
Yeah. You just don't want to be anywhere near that. I wouldn't want to either. I don't no. blame them. Uh, but they will inherit, along with Riley, Graceland. Yeah, we were talking a little bit about this before the show. This it will be complicated, won't it? I think so, because there's one of her and two of them. So does she get a third? Yeah. And they each get a third? Uh, because, you know... And they already only have a portion of an interest. It's not that they have the full interest in Graceland because, of course, Lisa Marie uh, owned, I think, it's a certain percentage. And I forget what the actual percentage of Graceland is. But because of, like, you know, the business of it, Mm -hmm. another organization or entity actually owns the majority of it and runs it. It used to be the same entity that uh, um, runs Prince's estate. Oh, okay. So, I mean, they're a great company. They know yeah. how to. But it's also, like you said, like it's a family home. And this is the thing I find is so odd. Your loved ones are buried at what's essentially a tourist attraction. It's true. Yeah. It feels a little weird, I'll be honest, that you get to be right there. I do understand, though. And it's it's like you just don't realize that you can bury your... Like, I didn't know that you could just bury your relatives on your property or just anywhere you want i don't think norm i think you have to i would assume depending on where what the state laws are you probably have to have a permit or something i'm sure yeah so but you know i think it's good that she's being buried there i think that it you know the whole family should be buried there you know it's yeah no i totally understand why the family wants to be buried together i just I don't, but it, but it's also not weird. Like if you think about, you know, you go to England and you tour a castle, and there's going to be some famous people that are buried there, or yes. Westminster Abbey, or something like that, right? Where you're just literally walking on top of, you know, centuries worth of famous dead people, right? So I guess that shouldn't be that weird, and it's only weird because we make it weird. But mm. still, I don't know. I find some sort of like business making, yeah, in a but but you have to right, like they have to have a business. In that property, because they nobody can afford to keep up a house like that. No, it's to conti- like unless you were just independently wealthy and that was all you did was keep up this house. Right. And that's not that's too much for one person to do. Plus, uh, you know, Riley Keough doesn't know how to run an enterprise. No, she's an actress. Yeah, she's pretty good. You know, I've seen her in a couple of things. Yeah. Um, and I, it's just like when you think about like, does she get a third? Like, what is the. Well, you already sort of explained it, you know, that Lisa Marie got the... From what I remember, you know, in the reading after she died, she had explained at one point that people were concerned that she was selling out Graceland. And she said, no, I still have an interest and I have the ability to say what goes on and what happens. Right. But this business entity is actually running the day-to-day operations. They're managing the tours they're doing all of that because you know again that's too much right for any one person and i'm sure lisa marie presley was not independently i mean she was wealthy i'm sure right she had means and was very i don't know what her inheritance situation is no but i mean again you'd have to be infinitely wealthy to be able to continue an operation like that and you'd have to be on your own i mean do you that would be your own that's your entire life you'd have to live there and you know, if you wanted to keep it a family business where the family is running it, you know, and just be that's your entire life. Yeah, you know, no. I, I I understand why she. But it'll be curious to your point to see then how the girls manage this. Right. <clears throat> I'm just thinking about like the relationship. Well, I, I, you know, their dad and this is not me. 
you know, this is all over the place. Yeah. He wasn't great about his. Well, there was a custody battle, wasn't there? Yes, definitely. Always, always. And I mean, even whenever, which I find this to be revolting, when Benjamin died, his lawyers took the opportunity, uh, his last name is Lockwood, to petition the court to try to get the the girls full time because they said surely after her son's death this is so devastating to lisa marie that she will start using again Mm -hmm. and it's going to be a danger to the kids because we know she's going to use again so we want the kids full time and i'm like that is disgusting so her son one of her children died and tragically and then you're going to take her other kids away it was just a lecherous like thing that and I just, I mean, that kind of behavior. Well, to you me wonder what role he'll have because these are minor children. I know. And so if they inherit Graceland along with Riley, we equally, don't, yeah, we don't know. Like, will Daddy be able to get his hands on things? Exactly. That's what I'm concerned about. Yeah, my brain just. Went but maybe forward she to that was place. smart enough to be like, if I, you know, did pass away when these kids are minors, this guy can't have anything to do with it. Yeah, I mean, that's, um, you know, when you do estate planning. You yeah. you think about those things, you yeah. know. Well, I hope they ask the right questions. I love how we're like trying to, def- you know, make sure these kids are taken care of. I'm sure there are a lot of very smart people around them that, and hopefully mm-hmm. with their grandmother, mm-hmm. right, right, are able to. I wonder what role she'll have, if anything. Yeah, it's interesting. We have all these questions it's, and very well, little answers. Yeah, and not a lot of answers, but you know, you just have to think about those kind of things. I mean. I think everybody's thinking about those I, kind of things. I Oddly, this is totally a non-sequitur. Well, it's not a complete non-sequitur, but if you're just joining us, we're talking about Lisa Marie Presley. The memorial service will be on Sunday. We've talked a little bit about, you know, she was laid to rest at Graceland where her daughters now will inherit their her share of that or her whatever her part in Graceland was. Last night, you know, we're going to go see Adele in February in Vegas. Ah, yeah. We're trying to think of other things now to do Mm -hmm. in addition to while we're there. What else do we want to do? Spoiler alert. We're going to go see Barry Manilow. Oh, you are. Because Jamie, that's on his bucket list. (laughs) And he was like, do you want to go see Barry Manilow? And I was like, well, I mean, You're already going to see Adele. Yeah, we're going there for Adele. But Barry Manilow is also there. Ticket prices much more reasonable for Are Barry. They? Okay. Yeah. Well, you know. Um, but so I said, sure, let's do that. But I was like, here's the thing. I really, really, really want to see some Liberace while I'm there in Vegas because, you know, Liberace had a presence in Vegas, uh-huh. he has a mansion in Vegas. There was a museum. Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. We're all busy, and with Factor, eating fresh, never frozen, chef-crafted meals has never been simpler. Two minutes is all you need to heat and eat wherever you are. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals each week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash btpod50 and use code btpod50 to get 50% off. That's code btpod50 at factormeals.com slash btpod50 to get 50% off. 
This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. I'm in Vegas at yes, one time. Yes, I went to that. But that's been now scattered it's to the not wind. big, right. What's interesting is it's now in like two separate places. There's like a garage, which has a bunch of his cars and a couple of his gowns. Mm. You know, capes or whatever you call them, yeah. his show pieces. And then, did you know that a huge chunk of Liberace's collection is housed at the Thriller Villa? Do you know what the Thriller Villa is? I don't, if it has something to do with... Michael Jackson, I don't like it. I know. I had no idea, but apparently there's this villa that was owned by Michael Jackson. I don't know who owns it now, but it was a it was a mansion owned by Michael Jackson. And you know, Michael Jackson and Liberace were to call them friends is an odd thing, but they right. had a relationship. I'm sure both performers and yes. appreciated each other. Scott Thorson talks about it in his book, by the way bizarrely fascinating read mm. uh i don't know the title of the book anyway moral of the story is looked into that tours are like 179 dollars. it was like i don't need to see liberace for 179 dollars. although i'm sure it's fabulous yeah however you can go to the mansion mm. that liberace owned in vegas yeah and get a tour of that and that kind of like graceland which is what made me think about this i do find it incredibly meaningful to go to a place even if it's like in no way the same as when the person was there or that, you know, the family's not there. Like, right, there's no. But to know that they walked around walk in there. walk through a space like that, yes. I find incredibly meaningful just because I feel like, I don't know if I'm going to feel anything, but, you know. Oh, just, yeah. It's just to think that they walked on these same floors. And, and think of all the other through. celebrities, frankly, with Liberace. Oh. Like, think of all the other A-list celebrities from the golden age of Hollywood that traipsed through that place, sat in the hot tub. Sure, absolutely. Graceland has not changed. It's like a time warp when you go in. Yeah. They didn't change anything. So that I need to it's, go. It's yeah. It's a lot of like um fake royalty looking stuff, like oh, sure. gold. Well that's chairs totally Liberace. With... Liberace and Elma Elvis must have been huge friends because they both were in Vegas. Yeah. Do we know their relationship? I'm not sure. Oh, maybe they uh, is that in the movie somewhere? I no, I don't think so. I feel like but, I'm having no. you know, like uh a uh, there's a blind spot because I don't remember reading anything in the book about it, but I feel like Elvis and Liberace were like inherently very similar. Oh, larger than life. Yeah. Grandiose. Their tastes were, I mean, their costumes, you could interchange. Top. Yes, <laughs> really. Totally. Like you the could capes. do a whole segment called like Liberace or Elvis. <laughs> yeah. Which cape? All right. Well, while we're Googling images of Elvis and Liberace during the break, Holly will be back to join us with a dirt alert right here on My Talk 1071. Hey, My Talkers, Bradley here for my friends at Little Blind Spot at Hunter Douglas with huge savings for 2023. If ever there was a time to visit the Little Blind Spot showroom, that time is here. Right now, select Hunter Douglas Duet Honeycomb Shades qualify for a U.S. federal tax credit of 30% off the purchase value, up to $1,200. That's right, I said $1,200. Hunter Douglas Honeycomb Shades are designed to conserve energy at the window in any season. They trap heat inside the honeycomb fabrics during the winter months 
months and keep cool air inside your home in summer. It's like they were made for Minnesotans. Hunter Douglas Duet Honeycomb Shades are available in many fabrics, including light filtering, room darkening, and blackout shading options. Visit the Little Blind Spot showroom in downtown Hopkins today for help from the best experts in the business. Or you can visit them online at littleblindspot.com. And don't forget to tell them Bradley sent you. Sing it with me. The Little Blind Spot. We're big on service. Is a my talk dirt alert. Oh, and it's Holly Roberts with all the great stories and celebrity gossip right here in the dirt alert. Oh, Don Bradley, Alec Baldwin's movie Rust is going to continue its production. Yeah, after the Santa Fe County District Attorney's Office announced yesterday that Alec Baldwin was facing two counts of involuntary manslaughter in the onset death of cinematographer Helena Hutchins. Now, both Baldwin and the director of the movie, Joel Souza, are still on board to continue with the film. A source at the New York Times noting that updated safety measures will be in place with a ban on live ammunition and working weapons. This is just so... I The whole thing is... I feel like it's problematic, but I know that the, that the family of Helena Hutchins is on board to produce. They wanted to it to go on. Yeah. So mm-hmm. so that's the only way. I want them to have whatever they need to have. But yeah. just from like the uninvolved bystander, it just seems really, it's a lot. From our layperson optics point of view. Thank you. There is a lot going on. Yeah. Now, uh, the f- production of Rust was set to resume this month after Alec Baldwin settled a wrongful death lawsuit with Helena Hutchinson's widow, Matthew, in October of last year. So uh, he'd signed on to executive produce Rust. That was a statement that was issued at the time. That means that the I'm assuming that that executive producer title is going to come with some profit participation. Well, and that's what we talked about at the time, right? Was yeah. that this was a whole maneuver yes. to keep them out of civil litigation. To, that is to keep people like Alec Baldwin out of civil lit- litigation is to bring them on board as producers and give them a piece of the film's pie. Yes. Exactly. We'll move on to another scandal. T.J. Holmes and Amy Robach's fate at ABC still undecided, even after uh, we learned from page six that T.J. Holmes had a relation situation with a... a relation situation. I mean, I don't know what else to call it. Affair. Affair with, with an intern Yeah. at yeah. ABC News. I know it's a page six story. We're going to talk about it a little yeah. later, but... um. This may indicate why perhaps we still don't know the future of these two. Right. They're not just going to bring her back on. You know, that would be weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I just think that that like clearly there is more to the story than two people who had an innocent affair. Because I feel like it doesn't take a month to figure out no. what mm-hmm. you're going to do when two people had an, an affair. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. A thorough investigation clearly is happening over at ABC News and they have not come to their conclusion yet. All righty. Mm-hmm. We look forward to their investigation and their, <laughs> and their, and their findings. It, it actually genuinely very curious about how, the, how all this is going to play out. Yes, me too, because <sighs> you've got these two very you know successful, talented people who were up and up and up. And now it's like 
they're tap dancing, they have to be wondering what the heck is going to happen. Yeah, will I have a career? Well, allegedly they've lawyered up already. Oh, sure. Should ABC decide to part ways with either or both of them? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and clearly they're schooled in the realm of celebrity optics because they've been, by all means, hiring paparazzi to follow them around New York City and Florida. Yeah. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. yeah. Cobra Kai is going to end after season six, if you're a fan of the show. Never watched it. I don't think any of us have, but we know that it's popular. Donna loves it. Oh, yeah. It's over on Netflix. Started on YouTube. Uh, and uh, it's very popular, but all good things must come to an end. That's Just right. like this segment, Holly. Oh. Thank you for bringing us all good things. Yeah. Or Happy, mostly. Well, you know, things. Happy weekend. And when we come back, our good friend Mike's got some blind items right here on My Talk 1071. The Adventures of Bradley and Donna, My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. It's time for some blind items with Mike. Blinded by the item. Yes, we will get things started this time around with a new streamer show. Stream it's it. a reboot of a network show. And apparently it's just as bad, if not uh, worse, than the first time they tried to reboot it. The uh, second two decades just didn't work the same. Mm. Oh my God, the second two decades. By the way, I forgot midstream that we were doing a blind item, and I was like, oh, I'm looking forward to him telling us about this story. Oh, no, like, you it's really a dirt didn't alert. take it in. <laughs> no. I have to force myself to concentrate. It's a, it's a comeback, right? So, yeah, this they tried new, to do it before. This new streamer show is a reboot of a network show. But apparently it's just as bad, if not worse, than the first time they tried to reboot it. The second two decades just didn't work out the same way. The second two decades? So this is a long show. Second two de- I mean, Frasier? It's a good guess. We talked about that yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, decades, right? Am I- they're, th- they're throwing you for a loop with that one, let's just oh, say. Okay, so the second two decades uh, is something oh, in the oh, title. It makes oh, t- oh, oh, oh. Is it about like uh oh no, I, I don't know. I always think you know the answer. When you, you get go, very oh, excited. Oh, and when then you... I'm like, oh good, I don't have to think anymore. No, because I feel like my brain's getting there, you know, like uh-huh. I'm on the scent. Right. I'm like a uh, Well, my uh, brain stops thinking when you do that. <laughs> okay. I go, oh good. All right, stick, so stick with what Don was going with. Okay, so in the title, the second two decades. Um so it has Oh, the... oh, now I got what it. What is it? That nineties show. Oh correct. Ew. Who cares? It just happened. It just happened. What just happened? The 90s. Girl, that was 30 years ago. It was? Yeah. Oh, it's my 20 God. It's 20 bleeping uh, 23, honey. right. Oh. And we're old. Thanks for that. Okay. Yes, you are. But I'm older. Okay, uh, fill in the blank. So, yeah, the uh, new streamer show, that 90s show, is a re- reboot of a that reboot. 70s show, which apparently is just as bad, if not worse, than that 80s show, which they tried to do 20 years ago. Okay. Got it. Yes. I didn't know they tried to reboot with the that the 80s show 2002 fox tried to bring that 80s show to life okay it and didn't last was it long. the same cast it was members of the same okay cast, i believe yeah at this that time. is not gonna happen no. i'm all too busy i just honestly that wasn't my wheelhouse the first go around so i don't feel in any way connected to it but you know yeah, in the new red foreman and kitty they're both part of it but then all the rest of the cast i think are uh kind of a mix oh boy okay great. oh boy yeah. okay well yeah. Should we do another one? Yeah, let's do another one. Blinded by the 
We got there. All right. Uh, this one's pretty uh, straightforward, but I thought it was interesting to talk about. The publisher of this ginger-haired memoir did the old record company trick of uh, shipping out millions of copies just to say it was a million seller for week one. The tough thing is the uh, demand fell about 40% short of the goal. As sales have fallen off a cliff, which means they're going to have a bunch of returners, or a bunch of returns from the bookstores. Oh, God. Oh, no. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. I don't know the publishing company though. Random, random house. house? They, yeah, that's so random of them. <laughs> or completely maniacal. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. that's disappointing. That we is want disappointing. People to read Why it. don't people? Oh God, are we out on an island with this one? I don't know. Stop believing what the tabloids say Thank that it's you. not good and you don't like him. Please like Harry. <laughs> And the only thing I'll say for NT Lawyer is that this is, that's what he said, but it's reportedly 3.2 million copies in week one, a million and six alone in the U.S. So yeah, I think it feels like this might, yeah. I, I think maybe NT Lawyer doesn't like him, or I know he doesn't like Megan. Oh, and, really? and from some blind items I have skipped the last few days, Thank he definitely you. doesn't like Harry. Yeah. Okay. Oh, oh, come on, buddy. What yeah. was he trying to say? Can you give us uh, a hint? The one was uh, about, man, with all of that military training, you'd think it'd be a little easier to uh, avoid getting taken down by uh, your less combat-ready brother in about five minutes or five seconds. Oh, oh, come on. Yeah. Yeah, he doesn't like. So here's the thing, you guys. These blind items come from Enti Lawyer, who is a real person. We had him on the show. You did? Oh, yeah. Yes. So Can we get him back on for me? Sh- sure. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying no, but like the, the problem, or I shouldn't say the problem, but the thing is, as because he's a person, it's like just because he says these things doesn't mean they're true. Don't send this clip to him. No. I mean, I would say this to him, right? Like, And I think he would tell us that these are things he's heard. Mm-hmm. So and he has his own opinions about things. Mm-hmm. So he may interpret things in a way, of course, that aren't necessarily the way that he says it. Yeah, does that make sense? I'm being yeah. vague, he's but he's not being and, um, objective. He's a person. Yeah, he's, but I, but I will say, just doing this for a week, uh, his hit rate's pretty good. Oh. So I mean, oh, he that's is exactly un- why we unbelievable have- when it comes to because we're going to be talking about this TJ Holmes story. Yeah. That was he talking about a few that days a, ago. Well, the reason we yeah. fell in love with him and started talking about him was because he was so right on all of the Me Too stuff. He was oh, talking right. about Bill Cosby and. Uh, Matt Lauer and a lot of these people before they were ever outed publicly uh, by those who were victims of these people. Yeah. And so that's that's what got us believing him. But there is a point at which you have to say, I'm going to take that one with a grain of salt. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like astrology. You oh, know, you read yeah. something about yeah. your horoscope and you're you like, go, that is totally to right. Everyone? Yeah. <laughs> and then it just allows me to say, I don't believe that because I don't want to believe it. <laughs> Thank you. What about another one? Blinded by the item. Well, I know at least one person who doesn't want to believe this one, but uh, this foreign-born A-list singer in a group is cheating on his actress girlfriend. Oh. Not a lot to it, but... Uh, foreign-born cool. A-list singer in a group. Yes. Are they still in a group? They, uh, I, yes. They are. And I, I, whether they're touring or not, I'm not sure, but I do know they've got an appearance coming up in less than a week. Not That's so it's a, not Harry Styles. No. Okay. Because One Direction doesn't. Uh, yeah. Um, and I'll just say the appearance that it's coming up in less than a week we talked about yesterday during a dirt alert. 
Our oh, clue for you. yeah, it's uh, that guy. I don't, I erase everything. Who is? <laughs> to be a clean slate the next day. Well, that's because you're a cyborg. <laughs> and they, when they put you in the closet at night and plug you I'm in. I'm like it. Megan. Oh, my God. Are you? The robot, yes. How do I know you're not a robot? Okay, let's think. Mm. We talked about it yesterday. Yesterday? Yeah. In the briefly. There's going to be, uh, mm, Briefly. That's just the way I know they at least are uh, appearing in in that form. And they are they are mm, okay. So is it like an old school one? Yeah, mm, this no, is new. No, in a group. Not old school. It's mid. I mean, yeah. they're still act. I mean, this is not a couple like a, decades ago. Not like yeah, they went to bed on that '80s show. That's for sure. Oh, but they would have been on that late '90s show. Okay, so we're talking about like a boy band. No. Oh, no, shoot. it's probably like a band band, and I'm so bad at band bands, like a rock band or a... Adam keep, Levine. Keep getting closer. Foreign-born A-list singer oh. in a group, so think... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And let's like lead singer. Yes. Okay. Foreign born A list singer in a group. I'm so bad at You're good at music. You did music radio for years. You can also focus on the other side of it. Do you know any A list former band guys that are dating an actress? Go the other side because there's Mm -hmm. an A list actress on the other side of this. Oh, Oh, God. Yeah. That's better. No, it's not Nicole Kidman and Keith Urban. No. Um,. Okay. He was, uh, this is his second high profile relationship with an actress. Shoot. I look to see if there were any. Oh, yeah. Twitters. There's no Twitters. There's no Twitters helping you out today. Uh, Okay. So, actress. What kind of actress is she? Do you think we're more likely to know the actress? You know both of them well. um, But uh, I guess I didn't remember they were dating, but uh, I looked it up and they definitely are. So. No, gosh, it's not like a those... cold play experience. Is, is it? Uh... It's a cold play experience. Johnson, oh, and lead singer Chris, Chris Martin. Martin. There you go. You got there. Oh we got God. it. So again, oh. this is according to NT Lawyer, but Chris Martin apparently uh, is cheating on his uh, on his actress girlfriend Dakota Johnson. Oh come on, so, Chris! What are you doing? Yeah, maybe she's. We'll discover that her jam jar has been tampered with. <laughs> oh, Shakira style. Shakira. Well, yeah. actually, aren't you going to tell me about Dakota Johnson later I in the am. show? I am. I just I have a story. Next but now hour she's going to be. Her. Now we're going to be sad for her. Oh no. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I know that she's at Sundance right now, having a good old time. So. Well, hopefully she doesn't know what else is going on. Pretty mm-hmm. good idea where he's at. All right, Uh, this is a revealed one. This is a confirmed one, so we do have this one confirmed. This decision maker for the long, 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 long running action franchise really loved the Irish actor who once played the role. She has always thought he was perfect. That is why this tequila sounding actor is on his very, very, or on her very, very, very short list. So Barbara Broccoli, James Bond, tequila Irish person. Well, Well, oh. 
First off, who was the the role that she loved? That James Bond. Oh, wait, no, that wait. she thought was perfect. The actor that she thought was perfect. I don't. But that's what I don't know. Oh God, I don't know who the actor is. No, I don't either. The original actor, and then he's Scottish. the tequila sounding actor. Oh, okay. So we're talking about Sean Connery. Uh, or no, what was the first actor? Uh, the decision maker. You got this, Barbara Broccoli. Bar- Barbara Broccoli yeah. once loved this Irish actor who played the role. Oh, who's Irish? Who did Bond? Mm, I'm not a Bond aficionado. Um, so if it's not uh, Irish actor, who's an? Why well, should know this? But I don't Irish he's, Bond. If you want a little hint, he's my Bond. Like when I think of Bond, this is who I think of. Daniel of my Craig. Age. No, he's not. A little Brit- bit Irish. That. He's British. Wow. Goldeneye. Oh, Goldeneye is Pierce not, Brosnan. Pierce Brosnan is Irish. He's Irish. Yes, I he's thought he was British. I didn't I, know I, that. I thought he was, yeah, from England. And you want to try to get the last part of it or oh. uh, tequila sounding tequila sounding actor, actor? agave <laughs> nectar? <laughs> no, um, <laughs> reposado. Oh. No, what's uh, really tequila sounding actor? Uh, you're very natural tequila, hundred or like hundred percent agave, and it's. Kind of like tequila. It's called Breaking Bad has characters have their own. Yummy. I think lots of people, lots of actors have their own. <laughs> oh it's not a tequila, it's a it's a vodka. Me, it, mezcal. Pedro, Pedro Pascal. Pascal. Pedro Pascal. No. <laughs> oh my god, no! That's perfect. Uh, there's oh, just Paul Mescal. Oh Paul the you went a little too aggressive there on that sounds like at the end. Paul, but, <laughs> Paul Pascal. Again, this one has been revealed here at this point. There's a blind item from Her like Mescal. a week ago. Because again, he's very good with his hit rate. But apparently Barbara Broccoli loved Oh yeah, we Pierce. talked about... Okay, yeah. yes. Okay, go on. Sorry, Barbara Broccoli absolutely loved Pierce Brosnan. She thought he was the perfect Bond. That is why Paul Mescal is so high on the... Or so much on the very, very short list. And we did talk about Paul Mescal mm-hmm. being on the list. Because I when I looked at him, I was thing. like, I remember this guy. Yeah. He's uh, very attractive. and uh, I don't like, I don't know. I guess I've never seen him in anything. I don't really know him. <laughs> I, I don't, don't know I don't him. know her. I don't know her. Paul um, Mescal. He was in, I'm trying to think what normal people is like his latest big thing, right? Okay. Yeah, I'm looking through and I. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Um, well, okay. you know, Barbara Broccoli, again, I what I will say is people know who this is, but they typically will say, like, you're not going to know who Bond is. Like, they're not going to pick somebody that everybody's like, this person should be Bond. So he seems to maybe fit that bill a little bit because he's not, a you know, a universally known actor. Right. Yeah. Because then you won't see Bond. You'll just see, you know. The person. Yeah, exactly. I consistently look at the odds because, you know, I always say go to Vegas, figure out what the people who are about losing. Like Mike is our We've, Vegas. Yeah, he's, he's a compulsive <laughs> gambler. Straight. We didn't know. <laughs> Can I say that? What if he has oh a problem? Oh my God, I'm so sorry. No, he loves uh, Vegas. That's had, it. Had a problem. Did um, you really? Good, basically, yeah. Um, oh I'm good my now, God. though. Um, Aaron, uh, Aaron Taylor. I'm a terrible person. <laughs> Aaron Taylor Johnson is still the odds on favor of Paul Mescal's right there along with him. Okay. So, All yeah. right. Just got up here. Next. <laughs> no, what you when you we, talk. Oh yeah, no, I have to talk. When we come back, we're gonna go from awkward silence. I love you, Mike. Love you too. To animals. In yeah. fact, this will be a feel-good story. I promise. There's a lot of sad 
faced uh, puppy dogs and kitty cats that need a home. And we're going to tell you how you can welcome them into your home when we return right here on My Talk 1071. Yeah, My Talk 1071, everything entertainment, the adventures of Bradley and Dawn. We need your help, my talkers. If you are a responsible adult who has the heart and ability to welcome a pet into your home, now is the time. It is so the time. And in fact, I've seen multiple stories so far this year. You know, shelters at near capacity, and then many people showed up to provide these animals with homes. Well, I did want to just say I was reading a piece uh, on the internet last night about the city of Minneapolis uh, removing the requirement to set up an appointment. So I think this was like a COVID era thing where you mm. needed to set up an appointment to go see the animals that were up for adoption. And they announced that beginning Monday, that is this coming Monday, you can just pop into the shelter weekdays from 1 to 5 p.m. If you're looking to and add a pet to your family, that's the, you know, like you can literally just show up and be like, I want to see all the aminals. And I just like, I'm sorry, I love aminals and I want mm. all these aminals to have a good home. And so, and I know there are lots of wonderful adoption places around the metro, lots of organizations, shelters, sanctuaries that take care of uh, pets who need homes. But, you know, sometimes people forget that municipal shelters are also a thing. Right. And um, there, it, you know, these dogs are equally lovable, whether they come from a municipal shelter or from an organization or from somebody else's home. Right. So I just wanted to take a moment and say, let's help the pets, Dawn. Yes. Yeah. So you don't need to, you can just drop by. Yeah. You yes. don't need to like sign up for a specific appointment. Right. You can just show up. Yes. And then whenever you get your pet, um, please do some spaying and neutering. You know? Oh, yeah. And well, and in fact, you can uh, set up appointments. Bob Barker, who's yeah, but... from my hometown. Or he, yeah. Of course yeah. he is. Yeah. Of course he is. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. <laughs> every time. He pays for our entire Humane Society in Springfield. I'm just He used to you, broadcast every, right, Mike? from He's the building I broadcast he agrees in. With me. Yeah, it's true. Bob Barker. <laughs> No. She's, the, she's the most connected person ever. I it know. Awesome. I it's it. true. Okay. Oh my God. So, Dawn. Just stop talking about things like that. No, you don't. Hey. But right now, we just want to talk about the, the kitty cats and <laughs> yes. the puppy dogs. Yes. So, I um I know that it's a problem whenever you don't have, uh you know, sometimes people who are not considerate will dump an animal that's pregnant. That happened mm. to me once. And, like, oh. you know, it's like then you have a bunch of kittens as well. So, I'm sure they're overflowing. They're at capacity or full. Yeah, they were. I, I will say I did go online and there were not that many animals up for adoption right now, but I'm sure that the inventory on the website probably changes so much. So oh, I would yeah. just go if if you've, you know, thought of stopping by. And you have to you have to have, I will say, an iron will, right? You have to have like gone in knowing exactly what you're comfortable with. Yes. Because the minute you walk I'm saying this to myself, the minute I walk through the door, mm-hmm. I want all of the animals, like every animal I see. I want that one Mm -hmm. because you lock eyes with an animal. And I don't know if you're like me, you suddenly are like, oh, yeah, we were meant for each other. The problem is I can't have all the animals. That's right. Which is why (sighs) we need you guys to have all the animals. And it's super easy. I will say, and I, um, you know, at the Minneapolis, I've been there to uh, the, um, I've been to that particular uh, location and I've just they take such great care of the animals and and I've actually had I don't know if you've ever had to call 
you know, animal control because of a lost pet or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I actually had to take an animal. It was a dog to a shell to the the wherever they go. Yeah, the pound. Yeah, I can't think of what the actual name is. It's not far from downtown Minneapolis. Anyway, mm-hmm. moral of the story is they were so kind and so nice, and they found the ultimately found the owner of the. The puppy oh, that that's I brought so in. great! But I just, you know, I I don't want people to forget that this is an option because there are lots of places you can go to adopt a pet. Yes, yes, but and, they definitely. Uh, oh, I know what I was saying. You, you were talking about Bob Barker, the spaying and neutering. You can actually set up the appointments right so there. that yes, yeah, so you don't have to like. It's not like you take the pet and then you have to deal with all the stuff. They no. can help you get that all, and I think it's like two hundred and fifty bucks for all the shots and yes, spaying and neutering and all that stuff and all of that. Yep. Yeah. Oh my gosh! So this is uh, really great if you, if you want to, you know, help them out and well, and they t- help the animals. And, and you know, unlike a, a lot of places, Minneapolis Animal Control takes all animals, right? So like, they have the added challenge of dealing with some really problematic animals. Now sometimes they work with shelters and organizations to get the more problematic animals housed, but they also it's just I love that they're willing to take anybody, any yeah. creature. And um, because all creatures should have a chance. That's right. And whenever you go, I always find it to be funny whenever I I go for cats. But then the dog people, like, I always hear there'll be somebody walking a dog. Like, they go, take them on a little walk. And, like, there's a couple taking a dog. And other couples will be like, that's our dog. (laughs) We we were here yesterday. They're going to take our dog. Like they're gonna get it. We bet we gotta get it. Yeah, we were here, and they'll go inside. I heard a couple go. Um, the couple that has that black dog out there, we we, we want to have dog. it, and we visited it yesterday, so we get dibs. And it's like there's so many dogs. I, but it would but be it's, del- it's funny. It would be delightful if every animal had people fighting over it, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we had my talker call in, Mary, and she just wanted to remind everyone, if you can't, if like you said, you can't adopt all of them, but you want to, she says one thing that she does is she's got a trunk full of it right now, but buying either uh, kitty litter or cat food or dog food when it's on sale, or if like Chewy or something has yeah. a deal, going and just loading up on that and then donating it to your shelter of choice. Uh, a great way to support them. That is, uh, yes. that is absolutely a wonderful suggestion, so uh. thank you for that. But again... Just anybody you know who's been thinking of, like if you've had friends and you're talking to your friends and they're like, yeah, we're thinking about getting a dog, send them this article um, or, you know, just Google uh, Minneapolis Animal Shelter. Yeah, Animal Care and Control. And send them the link mm-hmm. and they can read all about, again, they don't need to make an appointment. They can just go. I, I'm going to put up a link on our show oh, page. Good. Thank yep. you, um, So it'll be super easy. It has directions there uh, and... Yeah, you can uh, check it out. I was going to say something else. Good. Oh, man. You've got about 30 seconds. Oh, gosh, I don't know. I don't know if I can make it come back. Okay. Well, how about this? While you're thinking about it, I'll just tell people that when we come back, we're... Oh, I remembered. They usually have a wish list on their website of what they need, like paper towels. They need so many things other than just Let's all do something good for animals this weekend. Or people, I don't care. Just do something good. This is just a nice reminder that there's some love that needs to be had in the world. Oh, there's a little guinea pig. I know. Okay. They have small animals too. That's a yeah. good a good point to bring up. All right. When we come back, Taylor Swift breakup bar. Dawn's going to tell us what those <laughs> words mean yeah. and where you can go after a horrible breakup to indulge your Taylor Swift joy. When we return right here on my talk one oh seven one.